Praise the Lord and God bless you this afternoon and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. We're excited about what God is doing today for us, with us, through us, in the midst of us, regardless of everything that's going on around us today. I'm excited about what God is doing and I hope you are too. You know, each week um, I do service on Sunday and Bible study on Wednesday. I hear from my home during this time. Um, I know a lot of pastors are going back into their churches and um, trying to do the best they can do. Uh, some have and some haven't. So tonight I want to talk to y'all about an interesting, I always say interesting topic because the topics are interesting. And this is things that we really deal with in life every day. So today, I want to talk to you about sleeping with the enemy. Some time ago, some months ago, uh, um, a thought came to me about that, about sleeping with the devil. So I want to talk to you about it because it deals with different things. It's just not somebody getting in the bed with somebody. And a lot of people think that, uh, that it, well, in some, in some parts, that is true. So bow your head with me as we begin to go into the word of God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the behalf of those listening under the sound of my voice. I ask that you touch every liberal soul as they hear the word of God and watch this uh, broadcast today. Well, however they're listening and viewing this broadcast. I ask that you touch their minds, their heart, and their souls, save, deliver, and make free. In Jesus' name, amen. You can go to our website, the Tabernacle Deliverance, inc.org, and you can uh, um, you can be leave a prayer with us, become a partner, and you also uh, can leave a testimony. That's the Tabernacle Deliverance, inc.org. Those of you that's watching this broadcast on Tuesday night for at the Daily Gospel Network, you can also check out our podcast. At um, uh, w, I think it's uh, org, and you can get the rest of this message today titled Sleeping with the Enemy. You know, each week, um, things happen in this country that, um, that happens around us. And um, sometimes, <laughs> looking for my remote for my air conditioner, could it be back it up? Um, sometimes we got to praise God in the midst of everything. And um, just like my air conditioner acting up all of a sudden here, uh, you we gotta re reprogram how we think and act. Gonna have to reprogram it, reset it, because it's doing what it wants. It's coming off on off. Um, we have to put ourselves in a place in God that we're not sleeping with the enemy. I'm serious. I'm not making it up. We got to put ourselves in a position where we're not sleeping with the enemy. Uh, so we, we take everything uh, that um, happens in life, blame somebody else for about what happened to them. Because, you know, some people blame everybody for every problem that they have. But they never take responsibility for their own actions. But I want to tell you today, you have to take responsibility for your actions if you want God to really work with you. Get your Bibles. 
Always bring your Bible to church. The, the word of God is what we need every day to keep us. All right, let's go to Judges chapter 16. Judges chapter 16. And verse 9. And it says as follows. Now therefore, now, now there were men lying in wait, abiding with her in the chamber. And she said unto him, the Philistines be upon thee, Samson, and then he break with the uh he, he break the whips, and the, as the thread of a toe is broken, and when it was touched with when it touched fire, so his strength was not known. Let me read it again. Let me read that again. All right. Verse 9, Judges chapter 16, King James Version. And now there were men lying in wait, abiding with her in the chamber. And she said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he break with the whip as a tread of a toe is broken. And when the fire touches his soul, his strength was not known. Sleeping with the enemy. Delilah was after Samson's secret of his power. When you read this scripture, it tells you something very interesting about us. The devil is very cunning and very slick, and he knows how to operate. He knows how to deceive people. He's been doing it forever and ever. Amen. So he's good at what he does. His job of deception is so unique. And people fall for it because they don't know God's word. They don't saturate themselves with God's word. And we got to do that. Here's Samson. Here's, this is an interesting story. Samson put himself in this mess. <laughs> That's us, beloved. We put ourselves in a situation where the enemy can steal our power. Hello? I said we put ourselves in positions where the enemy could actually come in and steal our power, steal our victory, steal our deliverance. Why? Look at the story. This is the story of Samson and Delilah. Delilah was working with the Philistines. Oh, here's the part. Delilah would have never got to Samson, if he wasn't lusted after her, she was a good woman to look upon. So he desired her, and she knew he desired her. So they hooked up. Hmm. He hooked up with Delilah, laying on. She liked to lay on her lap. Y'all men, how that is when y'all like to lay on somebody or some woman's lap. Ah, oh, y'all like that. Some women like women like to have a man lay on her lap. 
Well, that's the case with Delilah and Samson. Samson went on with Delilah and she was trying her best to find out where his power was. She wanted to know where his power was, what was the source of his power, and how he moved around in God. Amen. That's what that's what that's what she wanted to know. She didn't care about, she did not at all care about Samson. Did you hear me? Amen. I'm telling you here, this woman had no desire to care about Samson. She was just out to destroy him. Amen. And his gullibility is what caused his downfall. His downfall was his gullibility for lusting after Delilah. She was already working with the enemy. She was part of the enemy's task to bring him down. Could you read the story of uh, Samson? Nobody was able to tackle Samson at all. It was a piece of cake for him to rumble with the Philistines or anybody else. It was a piece of cake. The man had a power from God. However, when you read this story, you learn that Samson got jacked by Delilah. As you read on. But this portion of scripture here tells us, this portion of scripture here tells us, it says here in verse 9, And now there were men lying in wait. Listen to that. The men was lying in wait to take down Samson. The trickery that Delilah had has not worked yet. Got to understand how the enemy works. The trickery that Delilah had has not been fulfilled yet. It has not worked. And so she was still trying. She had the Philistine soldiers waiting. But when she got the information from Samson, she would communicate it back to them for them to come and take him on. Without that information, the Philistine soldiers had no power against Samson whatsoever. They were in trouble because Samson would slay him easily. But they needed that information. They needed that information about uh, uh, Samson in order to destroy him. You can't destroy somebody if you don't know nothing about them. Hello, people. If you don't know something about someone, you can't take them down. Amen. You're not going to get them. You may try, and they're going to whip you behind or kill you behind. But when you find out, the secret of their power, when you find out what makes them tick, when you find out what their weakness is, you could take them down. I'm serious. You could take an entire city down if you find out what that city weakness is, where the weakness is in their foundation, where you go, oh my goodness. That's what they do in the military. They look for the weakness of how can we take them down? Gotta find their weakness. Maybe in one of the leaders. Maybe you could buy him out, pay him off. You'll look for that, that weakness so you could take that city down. And that was the thing about Samson here. They ain't needed that information. Now, check this out. They already knew Samson wasn't going to tell no man nothing. 
Imagine how they tried to threaten Samson, but Samson wasn't budging, folks. It took a beautiful woman that he desired. What they needed to know is that he desired the light. That's it. They say, well, Samson likes you. Oh, he does? Yes. You mean the guy that'll be nobody can beat? Yes. That guy. That guy they call Samson. He likes you. So what I want you to do, I want you to go to him. And I want you to manipulate him. Hear that? She was sent to manipulate Samson. To bring Samson down to a level where he could not control himself. I want to tell y'all something that's listening. Once your flesh get a hold of you, it makes a fool out of you. Now the thing about men and women, when a man desires a woman and he get with her, he will tell her his secrets. Because why? She's pacifying her over him, souping him up a little more. Oh, you're so handsome. You're so good. Uh, she's just souping his head up, and his head is swelling. Now he's weakening. But it don't happen in one day. This is the thing about Samson and Goliath, folks, sleeping with the enemy. It don't start in happen all in one day. It's over time that we do stuff and fool around with the enemy. He brings us down over time. It's not in one day. Because you'll, you'll expose him if he tried to do it in one day. You'll figure it out it's him automatically. You're going to figure the enemy's trying to take you down if he tried to do it all in one day. But what he does over time, and they keep reinforcing it, and they keep reinforcing it, so he can weaken your spiritual foundation. Amen. So he can take down your spiritual foundation, so he can move your foundation from where God has it. Amen. He'll move your foundation from where God has it, so you cannot serve God properly. Amen. It's true. He'll do whatever he can to knock your foundation out. He'll do whatever he can to remove you from your place in God. Amen. I'm telling you the truth. The enemy will work and manipulate you and manipulate you, but he's going to do it in a cunning way because he specializes in cunning. He specializes. Other people fail to realize the devil specializes in deception. That's his key. Amen. That is his key to success. Deception. I got to do a message on deception or a Bible study on it. But this thing is sleeping with the enemy. You got to know who you're sleeping with. Oh, I've heard stories about people sleeping with the devil. I've heard people worried about wives working witchcraft on husbands after they got saved and it was exposed that it was the wife. There's a real story about that, that the wife was actually, well, this man was having all kind of problems. Everything was going wrong. He couldn't figure it out. He had the church start praying and the church rebelled. Said somebody, one of the prophets, there's a prophet in the church. Told him, told him, it's your wife. Dad ain't doing this. He had working witchcraft against you. He couldn't believe it. Sure enough, he went home and found out his wife was working witchcraft to take him down. So in this story, beloved, Samson has put himself in a position to be destroyed. Did you hear what I said? Not that, that you got to understand about this thing when you're sleeping with the devil. 
The only reason the devil wants to sleep with you because he wants to take you down. That's it. He don't care. The devil's only interested in taking you down. I don't care what tool he used. I don't care who he uses. His job is deception and to defeat you from walking with God. <laughs> that sounds silly, to defeat you from walking with God. How can somebody defeat you from walking with God? It's a choice that you're supposed to make. The Bible says, to, listen to this. The Bible said, make your calling and election sure, and you'll never fall. You got to work on your calling and your election dealing. You got to watch. Your adversary, the devil, is out there trying to destroy you. He's spending his time trying to manipulate you. He's spending his time trying to take you down. That's all he wants to do is take you down. Amen. His whole concept is to destroy anybody that wants to walk with God. He don't care. You think he cares? He don't. When you look at the story of Samson, Here's a man that was walking with God and the power of God. Amen. But lust, desire for something that did not belong to him. Delilah didn't belong to Samson. Delilah did not belong to Samson, but he desired her. Stop desiring. This is why I tell preachers. Stop desiring to be rich and famous. You set yourself up for a gigantic fall. If wealth and success come and you are a pastor, a minister, a evangelist, let it come on its own. Don't go seek it. You're asking for trouble. You're digging your spiritual grave. You might even dig your physical grave. <laughs> I'm telling you. Amen. Stop desiring things that don't belong to you. If God has wealth and success for you, let it come. Let the promotion come from God, not from the devil. And then you jacked up and you don't know where to where to fix it at. That's why a lot of these preachers start coming up with blessing plans and bless nails and bless water and all these lies. Because they done lost out with God. They started sleeping with the devil. And the devil said, You want well, you gonna sleep with me? You gotta stay in the bed with me. You gotta stay in the bed. I'm not giving you up. He said, I'm not giving you up. Do you know what them, them pimps, when they, they, they take these young girls and make them into prostitutes, they're not giving them girls up because they're bringing them money. They don't care about them. They just want them to bring them money. Go sleep with that man and bring me my money. Sleeping with the enemy. Beloved, you got to realize that sleeping with the enemy will destroy you twice over, physically and spiritually. Let's move on. All right, let's go to Proverbs chapter 7. Proverbs chapter 7 and verse 12. Listen to this. Now she is without. Now in the streets and lieth in every corner. So she, verse 13, so she caught him and kissed him and with her unputant face said unto him, verse 14, 
I have a peace offering with me. This day I have made paid my vow. Let me read, let me read verse 12 and 13 again. Look at that verse. Now she is without. Now in the street and lies in wait in every corner. And she caught him and kissed him. And with her potent face, she said unto him, I, verse 14, I have my peace offering with me. This day I have paid my vows. Sleeping with the devil. Sleeping with the enemy. The enemy doesn't care. Amen. Men know when they see women standing on a corner, they sell on something. I'm serious. They see a woman standing on a corner or a guy standing on a corner, he's selling drugs or he's selling himself. The cops know it too. They know you're standing on that corner. Not waiting for no bus. Ain't no bus over there. And you're standing there 20, 30 minutes. You're just standing on the corner. You're waiting to pick something up. Are you waiting to sell something? So this, this harlot, this prostitute, as we say, a whore, as we say, she went out there and waited on the corner. She got out on the corner and waited for him. That's why you got to be careful where you go. I'm going to tell you something. God don't go everywhere. Amen. God does not go everywhere. People stop lying and say, God goes everywhere you go. That's a lie. Because if you're going to the bar, he ain't going. If you're going to the casino, God ain't going. If you're going to some other woman's husband, God ain't going. Stop lying on God. Stop lying on my father. Stop lying on my father. He ain't going. Just tell the truth. You just going to do your thing. But the devil tell the truth. You might get delivered along the way. But this harlot, she went out there. She knew what she was doing. The dummy guy was too dumb to realize he was being set up. He already, she already had planned to set him up long before he walked that block. That's how the devil worked. She already had planned to set this man up, take him down a hundred percent. I'm telling you, she had her plan to destroy this man. Ain't no mess, no mistake, ain't no theory. She was a harlot, and her job was to sleep with men and get their money or get information out of them or whatever was needed. That's what she did. And she got on the avenue. Amen. And she waited. Just like, look at the scripture, look at the scripture. Sleeping with the enemy, look at the scripture, it says. And now she is without. It now in the streets and live and wait and everywhere corner. She's at the corner waiting for any man that will walk by or drive by. Now I want to tell you something. Now some of these prostitutes they dress high class or some dress low, low, low class with nothing on below below their skirt. They going out there to work because the devil sent them to get out there and work. So they're going out there to work. And this woman, her specific job was to seduce that man. Whether he's married, whether he's single, she didn't care. She just wanted to take him down. And this is why you got to watch the devil. He doesn't care whether you're married. He doesn't care if you've been saved 50 years. He doesn't care. 
He only cares if he gets you on his side. And then after he gets you on his side, he's going to kill you behind. The Bible tells us when a person backside, they pick up seven worth of devils than they already had. You got to be careful. Play with the devil. You sleep with the devil. He's going to take you down. That's a fact. He's going to take you down. Because he don't care. He's not going to feel sorry for you. You know what? When people mess people up along the route of life, you know what they tell them? I didn't mean to do this. Yes, they did. Because they never stopped when they started. They just kept going. They don't go until they took you, take you down. They never stopped. They never had planned on stopping. They never chose to stop, beloved. They wanted to take you down with them. They don't care. I don't know why people think people going to feel sorry for them. I said, I, I really didn't really mean to do that. If they really didn't want to, really meant not to do it, it wouldn't have started in the first place. But because many people don't pay attention, because many people don't pay attention, they lose out with God. Amen. You got to pay attention to what's going on around you. You got to know what's going on around you. You got to be alert. And this man walked into the trap of his life. She took that man down. Mary saved the knot. Her goal was to get that man in bed, sleeping with the enemy. When you sleep with the enemy, beloved, you put yourself in a trick bag to be taken down. You put yourself in a trick bag to be destroyed. Let's move on. Let's go to let's go to Proverbs chapter 29. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 3. Listen to this. Whoso loveth wisdom Whoso loveth wisdom Rejoice to the Father, but he that keepeth company with a harlot, with harlot, spendeth his substance. Did you hear what the scripture just said? I'll read it again. It says, Whoso loveth wisdom, rejoice to the Father, but he that keepeth company with harlot, spends up everything he has. Sleeping with the enemy. The enemy job is to take everything from you. He's always promising he's going to give you more, but where's the more? Where's the more spiritual life? He takes that. He snuffs that out. You know, we try to replace that with materialistic things to keep you from truly serving God. Beloved, you got to understand something about how the enemy works. His desire is to keep you from getting eternal life with Jesus Christ. That's his goal. That's his number one goal. Oh, yeah, he give people fame and fortune here on earth. Oh, sure he do. And that's all. The Bible says the soul that sinneth it shall die and shall not tarry in God's sight. That's what the scripture says. You got to understand. The devil doesn't care. Stop sleeping with the enemy. Stop sleeping with the enemy. Stop sleeping with him. Amen. 
Stop fooling around with the enemy. Stop sleeping with the enemy and get in tune with God. Those of you watching this broadcast by uh, Daily Gospel Network, let me pray you now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to touch every liberal soul right now that's watching this broadcast, break every yoke in their life, meet the needs in their life, oh God. Save, deliver, and make free. We thank you for touching their lives right now. In Jesus' name, beloved, once again, you could go to the Tabernacle Deliverance of inc.org and leave a testimony, prayer request. You also could become a partner by visiting our partner page. You also could leave a love gift by sending, a, um, if you have Cash App, you could send it to Cash App, uh, Pastor B.L. Wells, and you could do that at the Cash App and leave a love offering. If you want to help us out with the ministry, whatever you want to do, you could send it to the Cash App, Pastor B.L. Wells. And or you could go to our come a partner page on the Tabernacle Deliverance Inc.org on a partner page. You'll see the information on different things that we're doing, and um, you could leave an offering or whatever you want to do from there. Let's move on. So the scripture says here, wisdom, whoso loveth wisdom rejoices his father, but he that keepeth company with harlots spends up everything he had. He winds up with absolutely nothing. Nothing. Because he spent up everything he had. And that's how the devil works. He wants you to spend your life with him. He wants you to spend your spiritual life with him. He wanted your life to be wiped out spiritually. Oh, he'll give you some stuff uh, 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 naturally. Sure, he's going to give you some stuff. Sure, he's going to give you some materialistic stuff. But you got to wake up and stop sleeping with the devil because he's going to take you straight to hell and a lake of fire with him. He doesn't care. Amen. He's never cared. You got to remember, this, this, this individual is already lost. There's no hope of redemption. And he knows that. He don't want you to know that. The enemy doesn't want you to know that there's no hope of redemption for him, but there's hope of redemption for you. But he doesn't want you to know that. As long as he can keep you blind in sin, he's happy. Let's move on. Let's go to Judges chapter 4. Now, this, this here is a very interesting story. Judges chapter 4. Judges chapter 4 and verse 21. This is an interesting story. I want to read from verse 18 so you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. Judges chapter 4, verse 18 said, says, And Jael went out to meet Sierra and said unto him, Turn in, my Lord, into me, fear not. And when he had turned in unto her into the tent, she covered him with a mantle, and she said unto and he said unto her, give me, I pray thee, a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. And she opened a bottle of milk and gave him to, and gave him drink and covered him. Verse 20. And he said again unto her, stand in the door of the tent, and it shall be when any man doeth come to inquire of thee and say, is there any man here? Thou shalt say no. Next verse is the big one. Listen to this. 
And then, then Jael, her wife, took a nail of the tent, listen to this, and took a hammer in her hand and went softly upon him and smote the nail into his temple and fastened it to the ground. For he was fast asleep and weary and he died. Let me, let me, let me read that again. I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen to how the enemy works. Let's start at, let's start at, um, hold on, hold on. Let's start at verse 18 again. Let's read it slowly. And Janelle went to me, Syria, and said unto him, turn in, my Lord, turn in to me, and fear, fear not. Turn in, uh, and, and, and when he had turned in unto her, she covered him with a mantle, and she said unto, and he said unto her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. And she opened a bottle of milk and gave him to drink and covered him. And again he said unto her, Stand in the door, stand in the door of the tent, and it shall be when any man do have come and inquire of thee and say, Is there any man here? Thou shalt say no. Verse 21. And then Jael, Heber's wife, took a nail of the ten and took a hammer and a hand and went slowly unto him and smote him in it with the nail in his temples and fastened it to the ground, for he was fast asleep and weary. And he died. <laughs> This is a sad story. This man was an enemy. For she was his enemy. She knew who he was. There was no doubt about it. She knew who this man was. He went to the wrong house in my book. <laughs> He went to the wrong house looking for sanctuary and safety because they were after him. He went in and asked her. She told him, come on in. So he came on in because he was already tired and weary. And he went in. Lay down. He said, please give me a little water. I'm thirsty. So she said, no problem. I gave you some water. So she gave him some water. But it wasn't water. She gave him, she gave him milk. He asked for water. You got to watch this. He asked her for water. But the water she gave him was actually milk and not water. Why? Because she was setting him up for his last taste of milk. You say, what do you mean? She had him thinking she was treating him real good. <laughs> she gave him that glass of water, but only then the milk, the glass had milk in it, not water. So she gave it to him so he felt comfortable and safe now with this baby. So he drinks the milk. Now, he was running from these people. Now he's tired and weary, and she knew it. 
So he lay down. She covered him with a mantle. That's how the devil do. That's exactly how he could do. He blind your spiritual The enemy wants to make you weary and dreary and you can't focus. I'm going to tell you something, people. God is not the author of confusion. Wherever you see confusion, the devil is involved. I guarantee you he's in control of what's going on. Wherever confusion is, the devil is there. And this woman already knew that they were after this guy. And she wasn't letting him go. That woman had some guts. Um, she had guts. She covered his head, let him drink the milk, let him fall asleep while he was in a deep sleep. She went and took that nail and fastened it to his head, to the ground. I seen a video that stunned me about, I think it was uh, cougars. I think it's cougars. They like these dogs. I was shocked. Now, dogs are normally always alert. They always know they're normally alert and sense to sense, sense thing. This particular dog was in a deep sleep. This is a house dog now. This dog was in a deep sleep. And they showed it in the video. This is actually how it happened. That dog was in a deep sleep. Talking about the enemy. That cool guy came up the steps. Tipped up the steps. The dog's still sleeping, not sensing nothing, not paying attention that, that the enemy has entered the house. That dog, that, that cougar came up the steps. I've never seen nothing like this. That cougar even got up on him and sniffed him and he stood and wake up. I'm serious. This really happened. It's not make believe. That dude, once that cougar girl grabbed him by the neck, because you know they're going to grab you by the neck. There's something about these uh, the tigers, lions, all these animals, they grab you by the neck. You know why? They're cutting your breath off. You can't fight. And all you can hear the dog go, ah, ah, ah. it was nothing the dog could do because he put himself in a position to be killed. That dog, that, 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 that cougar ate that baby. That him right. The big dog grabbed, dragged him down the stairs and took him. Sleeping in front of his home door. It was all caught on video. I've never in my life seen nothing like that. It actually went up to him, creeped up the stairs real slow. Tipped up, got up close to him, actually sniffed him, wait for him to respond, do something. He didn't, so he just grabbed him, big dog, by the neck. And you can see the ball just gushing out all over the place. Sleeping with the enemy. The enemy will put you in a deep sleep and wipe you out. Amen. He'll push you in a deep sleep and wipe you out and kill you behind. Eat you too. People get ate up by AIDS and other things. Are they sleeping with the enemy? People got bad blood transfusion and got AIDS. Because somebody was sleeping with the enemy and they gave a blood transfusion and killed someone else. Sleeping with the enemy. But the thing about this is, when I watched that video about the cougar chair going after the dog, it's this that it just blew me away that it got right up on him and sniffed him and the dog would not wake up. I ain't never seen a dog do nothing that dumb. I mean, the dogs are sensitive. They know when somebody come in the door, they normally sense, they look at it, 
They start barking when they know the enemy come. This dog was sleeping through tomorrow. In dreamland. His dreamland caused him his life. There was nothing nobody could do. It was too late. They opened the door. He, the cougar had already grabbed him. They maybe went and shot the cougar, but he was already dead. It's chopped up. And you read the scripture. The scripture here tells us that she fastened his head. She know who he was. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't like she was a, a serial killer. That wasn't the case here. This woman knew this man was running. And then the nation was after him. You read the story. <laughs> and she already knew who he was. But he didn't know that she knew. He thought he was telling her something big by saying, listen, if anybody comes to the door of the tent, if anybody comes to the door of the tent, <laughs> Anybody come to the door of the tent? Just simply tell them there's nobody here. And that was just up my alley. I ain't got no problem with telling them that. Don't you worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll tell them just what you said. I'll tell them. I'll tell them. That nobody's here. Because I'm going to kill you behind. <laughs> you just ain't going to know it. And that's how the enemy works. He works in that manner where he takes people down. He works in that manner where he could destroy people. Amen. And that's what he did. And this woman being able to uh, take this man, this this king down. But I want to tell you something. When you're dealing with people, when you are dealing with people, beloved, I'm going to tell you this. You got to watch people. You got to understand that people are going to do what they want to do regardless of what you say. And I've learned that over the years, beloved. People will do all kinds of things. Excuse me one second. Fight <laughs> with the air conditioning. <laughs> I fell on the floor. But I want to say this, beloved. This woman knew who this man was. It was no mistake. It wasn't a theory. She knew exactly who he was. And I want to tell you something about the enemy. If you think the devil don't know who you are, you setting yourself up for a fall because he already know who you are. He knew you are who you were before you were born. You think he didn't know? People say, oh, the devil didn't know who I was before he was born. I want to tell you something. Those spirits that's lived in people were assigned to them. Amen. You think these stuff just happened? It don't just happen. It just don't happen like that. Those spirits were assigned to them to destroy people, to bring them down. And Christ came along. When Christ went to Calvary, he made a provision for us to be made free, not set free, but made free from the bounds of the enemy. 
That's why you can't sleep with the devil. You can't play with the devil toys. You can't have one foot in church of the living God and one foot in hell with the devil. It ain't gonna work. One or the other. This woman nailed this man head to the floor. He had no idea that was his last cup of milk. Oh, y'all hear me? He didn't know that was his last cup of milk. Amen. His last glass of milk. He asked the lady for water, but she gave him milk, and he fell asleep, and she took him out. Understand how the enemy worked. He took, she took that man out. P-E-Z-Peasy. Peasy. Why? Because the man was already not in tune with God from the get-go. Amen. See, God wants his people. He brings us out of temptation. But when we rebel against God and stop playing with the devil, he backs up. I'm not getting involved. I'm not forcing myself on you. And this is what God tells us all the time. I'm not forcing myself on you. But if you are a free mortal agent and you can make a decision if you want to sleep with the enemy or you want to live for me. Whosoever wills the scriptures, then let them come. Stop pick and choose. Let's move on. Let's go to James 4 and 4. James chapter 4. James chapter 4, verse 4 says, Listen to this, beloved. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity against God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. I'm going to read it again, beloved. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship with, of the world is enmity with God, and whosoever therefore shall be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Now what is he talking about? I'll read the verse again. Ye adulteress and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity against God with God. And whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Now, the enemy of God. That's something to think about. Now, what he's talking about, he was first talking to the adulterers, people that are adulterers and adulteresses. He was telling them friendship with the world. And God don't mix. Sleeping with the enemy, you adulterer and you adulterers, y'all sleeping with the enemy. And some of y'all are the enemy. Sleeping with the enemy can cause you to look permanently lose that eternally with God. Friendship with the world. Oh, you want me to explain it? Oh, buckle up now. He's not talking about people that you meet. That's not saved. He's talking about you doing what the world doing. He's talking about you marching in gay pride, month. 
Oh, now I'm really getting in trouble now. He's talking about you mocking and gay pride, mother. You saying you're saving, you're serving the Lord. Gay pride have nothing to do with God. They may try to steal his rainbow, but it has nothing to do with God. Amen. That's homosexuality and lesbian, etc. Bestillamy or whatever else they do. That's the devil. I don't care what nobody say. That's contrary to what the scriptures say. Men with men working out with the seemly women with women working with that is with seemly. That's against nature. That's against God's word. Amen. Oh, people say, oh, don't say that. My cousin is homosexual. Huh? So what? I got gay relatives. What do you want me to do? I can't make them just say. That's the difference. I love them as individuals, but I do not agree with that lifestyle. But it's contrary to God's word. I don't agree to fornicators. I don't agree with adulterers. I don't agree with liars. I can go on a long list. Because it's contrary to God's word. But when we harbor those things, we're friends with the world. I'm not marching in no gay pride month with any of my gay relatives. Come on, uncle. Come on, march with me. Come on, cousin, march with me. I'm not marching in no gay pride with you. I'm not gay. I'm not supporting your mess. If they had a Dolce's Day, <laughs> I ain't marching with you neither. I know they don't have no Dolce's Day thing. Thank God, because there'll be a billion people out there <laughs> marching. We are adulterers. We are. <laughs> I'm serious. They'll be out there marching. We are adulterers. And if you have the liar list, they will outdo all of this. And all the liars be marching. We are liars. We are. I'm not supporting no mess. The word of God makes it plain that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God. People cross that scripture up, meaning that you can't talk to anybody. That's a lie. You have family that are liars, that are adulterous, that are thieves, they're gay, lesbian, or whatever. You're still, you're not so saved when you can't love these people. You're supposed to love them equally and fairly. I cannot save no relative, a friend I have, that is gay. I'm not the savior. I can lead you to the savior. But I'm not the savior. It's not my job. I have no heaven or hell to put nobody in. Uh, your lifestyle will put you there. I have nothing to do with that. That's on you. I'm showing you to kind of get you to stop sleeping with the enemy. Stop sleeping with the enemy. Wake up and stop sleeping with the enemy. It's time to wake up and stop sleeping with the enemy. This scripture here tells us in 4 and 4, in James 4 and 4, and it tells us, it says, ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye that friendship of the world is enmity with God and whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Don't blame me. I'm just a messenger. Don't try and kill me. I'm just a messenger. When will we wake up? When will we wake up and come out of our sins? When will we wake up and realize that God is not going to change? 
You cannot sleep with the enemy and expect God to work with you. It don't work that way, baby. It don't work that way. You can't sleep with the enemy and while in bed with the enemy and expect God to bless your life. It's not going to happen. You want to lay up with somebody in sin. You want to shock up with somebody. You want to lay around boys with boys. And then you want God to bless your life. It ain't never, 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 never going to happen. He said, come out from amongst them and be ye separate of God. And I will receive you unto myself. But you got to be willing to come out of your sins. You got to be willing to turn from your sins and turn to Christ Jesus and allow him to deliver you and bring you out. Let's move on. Let's go to Isaiah 56. Isaiah 56 and 10. Isaiah 56 and 10 says, His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs that cannot bark. Sleeping and lying down, loving to slumber. Let me read it again, beloved. His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs that cannot bark. Sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. These preachers today are nothing but a bunch of dumb dogs, blind morons. The blind eat the blind. They both fall in the ditch. And they make believe it a fact. Don't believe me? Let somebody tell you to go down Smith Street, and Smith Street is the one way, and you're going the wrong way. And they say, come on, follow me. And then you follow them and run right into somebody. You'll have a head-on collision because you follow a blind guy. The blind and the blind, they both fall into a ditch. This scripture says that the preachers, he talking about preachers, he talking about deacons, he talking about elders, he talking about these fake apostles, the so-called bishops. And all you 60 million prophets, y'all got a prophecy. And not one of y'all knew about the outbreak. Yeah. It says that his watchmen are blind. They are ignorant. They are ignorant of the, oh my goodness. They are ignorant of Satan devices. They are ignorant of God righteousness. They can't help nobody. They can get up and say, mm, yeah, oh God, yeah, oh God. And they can just quote something, and Jesus said, and everybody jumping up and down, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, when a person in that church or that fellowship need true deliverance, they don't know what to do. They can't rebuke the devil because they're living for him. I'm dead serious. The Bible said they're all ignorant, dumb dogs that cannot bark. Sleeping, loving the slumber. Laying down, sleeping with the devil. 
A lot of these big name bitches and all let me go to the casino and party all night long. Have all kind of Lord, Lord, our women in their hotels room. I ain't dumb. I know what goes on. Then they get up, and yet some of y'all are so blind, y'all continue to follow those people, and you will never get on your knee to call on God to reveal the truth. Amen. Sleeping with the enemy. You go to church and sleep with the enemy. Because he sound good. Oh, he sound good. What is the message about? Oh, I don't remember. You don't know what this man talked about. The man don't even know. But he got to keep that money flow, because that's a lifestyle. Sleeping with the enemy. You got to stop sleeping with the enemy if you want God to truly bless your life. I'm not talking about materialistic. God said that we're blessed with all heavenly spiritual blessings in heavenly places. But you got to obtain them. We're blessed with them, but we got to obtain them. We got to reach out for them. You can't do that sleeping with the enemy. You cannot. Sleeping with the enemy will not bring you no deliverance. It will not bring you nothing but shame and disgrace and being lost eternally. Amen. The scripture says here, his watchmen are blind. They're all ignorant. They're all dumb dogs that cannot bar sleeping, lying down, loving the slumber. A slumber party, folks. They're having a slumber party. Amen. Yes, they are. They're having a slumber party in church. You know, churches today, you know, even as they open back up, they're going back to what they were doing. Before they were country clubs, now they hook up places where you can have hook up with somebody, have sex in, uh, for free or whatever. They got all kind of mess going on. You go there, you can just become a member, pay your membership and do whatever you want because the preacher's not going to preach against sin because he don't want to offend nobody because he got to make that dollar, baby. I've listened to so many preachers on TV and I'll be trying to figure out what in God's name are they talking about. They don't even be talking about God. They're talking about they bless this and they bless that. And all they say, I need a million dollars or whatever. I'm not joking you. You cannot sleep with the enemy and expect God to nurture and bless your life. The Bible said, listen to this. The Bible said, train up on the child and where it should go when it only will not depart. If you train up your child, you, you, I want to explain this to church folks out there. A lot of people get lost with this. Listen to this. The Bible said, train up a child in the way it should go and when it's only will not depart. You call yourself training up your child in the ways of the Lord and you're in a casino? You're whoring around with other people. You're cheating on your wife. You're cheating on your husband. You're cursing people out, abusing your children, abusing your wife, stealing from your child. You're not training up in your child the right way they should go. But they're going to do like you do. Amen. And then when you call so-called getting yourself saved, you're going to say, I don't know why Chinese that way. Because they follow that to you. They can only do what they've been taught. They can only do what they've been taught. I don't know why people get upset about it, but it's a fact. 
They said, I don't know why he turned out like that. Because mommy and daddy were living shady lives from the get-go. Those spirits got a hold of that child. Hey, preachers, this is for you again. His watchmen are blind. They're all ignorant. They're all dumb dogs. They cannot bark. Sleeping, laying down, loving to some. Preachers, y'all better get right with God. I'm telling you, the Lord is going to return. Y'all going to be lost. Y'all better repent of your sins. Y'all better repent of your sins and wake up. Stop sleeping with the devil. All right, let's go to Acts 12 and 6. Acts 12 and 6 says, Listen to this. And when Harold would, uh, would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keeper before the door kept the prison. I'll read it again. And when Harold have, would have brought him forth, the same Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keeper, the keepers before the prison door, the door of the prison. I read it again. Acts twelve and six. When Harold would have brought him forth, the same night. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison. My wife trying to correct me with the scripture. That's what it says. That's what the King James Version says. Don't say anything else with that. I want to tell you something about this verse. The man of God, Peter, was sleeping between his enemy. Amen. <laughs> yeah. The man of God was sleeping between an enemy and change. Amen. If you read further in that story, why Peter was sleeping? Listen to this. Peter was sleeping between an enemy Amen. in the prison. But the angel of the Lord, listen to this carefully. The angel of the Lord came and smiled him on the side and said, wake up. That's us. God got to come and wake us up because we're sleeping between the enemy. We're sleeping between the enemy, beloved. You got one devil friend on this side and one devil friend on that side. And you're going about your business. Beloved, many young people are dead because their friends were devils. Amen. Set them up.
I don't worry about what your parents say. Come on, come on, let's have a good time. And that was the last time their parents ever seen them because they got killed. Sleeping with the enemy. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, your parents don't know what they're talking about. Little do that child realize that it's mommy and daddy that put clothes on their back and feed them, not their friends. Hello? Not their friends sleeping with the enemy. These young girls run around, sneak around with these guys that don't give a rat trap about them. And get them pregnant. Or worse, I've heard horror stories that some of these boyfriends tricked the girl to become prostitutes, private secretly, until the parents found out. Huh? Sleeping with the enemy will bring you down. Peter was sleeping between his enemy. Now, you want to know something else? Check this out. His enemy was asleep. Did you hear me? All three of them were asleep. Everybody was sleeping. You know why the enemy was sleeping? Because they knew they already had him in chains and fitted. They already know they had him bound up and he wasn't going nowhere. And he was sleeping between the enemy because the enemy already know he had him bound up in chains. I want to tell you something tonight. I want you to remember this. That the angel of the Lord, hallelujah, could come in the midst of you and bring you out if you want to come out. Did you hear me? The angel of the Lord could come and bring you out. He smiled Peter on the side and said, rise up and let's go. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. That was a big issue because he opened the prison door. Look, 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 look at verse 7. Verse 7 says, And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and the light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chain fell off his hands. The angel of the Lord came to bring him out. You got to want to come out. Oh, beloved, if you don't want to come out, you're not coming out. You have to want to. You have to desire to come out of your sin. You have to desire to come out of your personal prison. You got to come out Amen. to be made free. Not set free. And you could be tangled up again, but you could be made free. Let's move on. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 23. Ezekiel chapter 23, verse 7. Read as follows. Thus she committed her whoredom with them, with all them that were the chosen men of Assyria, and with all whom she dotted, with all her idols, with all their idols, she defiled herself. Listen to this. I read it again. Thus she committed whoredom 
with them, with all them that were chosen, men of Assyria, and with all whom she dotted on, with all their idols, she defiled herself. You got to be careful, beloved. They'll set you up. Yes, holy plan to prostitute herself. She made sure she slept with all the chosen men. That's how the devil works. He goes after the choices of the men of God and the women of God to bring them down so there's nobody to deliver the word of God. Amen. Hello. That's how the enemy works. He'll do anything in his power to bring down the people of God, the choices of the choices of the top of the top of the men of God and the women of God. He'll do everything in his power to seduce them, to bring them down to nothing. Amen. Jesus said, I come that you might have life, and that you might have a more abundantly. He wasn't talking about money. He wasn't talking about money, beloved. The Lord already knew that you could work and get money. You can invest in stock and get money. Buy crypto to coins and make money. He knows all that. You think he's dumb? You can buy gold, make money. The thing here, beloved. This scripture here tells us that this harlot, those are spirits sent to bring people down, to manipulate and destroy them and tear them apart. For the sake of the devil, to bring completely destroy them. I'm telling you, I've seen preachers go down below, 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 and get busted for the worst stuff because they played into the hand of the enemy. They were sleeping with the devil. You can't sleep with the devil. You cannot sleep with the devil. Walk with God. That's gonna work. Look at this verse here. Look at that verse. It says, "Thus she committed her whoredoms with them." And with all that were what? Chosen men. Not just any old body. Not just any old body walk on the street. She went after the chosen vessels of God. That's what the devil do. He goes after the chosen vessels of God. He goes after the chosen one. The one that God has set aside to do his bidding and his will. The devil sends out his harlot, spiritual harlots, to bring them down. To find out what is his weakness like Samson. What is that makes him so weak? What can we do to bring him down? What can we do to bring Pastor Wells down? What can I do? Well, I ain't telling you the secret of my power. You're wasting your time. That will never be told. People say, how you keep going with all that stuff on? Because it's the secret of my power. I get my power from God, and he ain't telling. <laughs> God not telling, and I ain't telling. When you have a relationship with God, God will take care of you. He'll look after you. Make a way, some kind of way. Amen. But the thing about this verse, if you really look at this verse, it says something interesting. At this said that with all them or the chosen men she slept with them out of Syria, but it also said, and then with all whom she dotted on. That's how the devil do dot on you. Pick you out. 
That's the one I want to take down. That's the one I want to destroy. And he said all as imps that he can to find a way to bring you down. He don't want you to walk with God. He don't want you to serve God. I'm telling you, he'll give you anything. That's why I tell preachers, stop looking for fame and fortune. That's one of his greatest tools with preaching. I'll give you a giant ministry and all this stuff. Yes, he will. He'll let you get big ministry. As long as you don't live right. As long as you don't live right. He'll give you a big ministry, big church, big dollars, big Rolls Royce limousine, anything you want. But you better not live right. You sleeping with me. I'm running the show here. That's how we feel. If people wonder why all these big name preachers go down, a lot of them go down because they won't serve God. They won't obey his word. They get wrapped up in themselves and their ministry. Their ministry is too important. They can't got time to call on God. They ain't got time to pray. They ain't got time. They, they everybody online with their tablets and they get their message on the tablet and they preach it from their tablet, but they don't open the hard covers. Hmm? They don't pick up the Bible. And then when the tablets die, the battery died, they ain't got nowhere. Amen. I'm serious. They ain't got no Bible. Smartphone, Bible, and all that. I got it all, but I'll stick with my hard copy. Because my hard copy, the battery don't die. The battery don't die, beloved, in that written word and them book Bibles, them 66 books. You could get your Bible online all you want. But if your Bible, your, your laptop or tablet or smartphone die, you ain't got no word. Because sometimes people going to say, show it to me in the Bible. If your, your, your smartphone or tablet dead, you can't show them nothing. But you got that written word there, beloved, you can show it. Let's move on. Let's go to Luke chapter 22. We just about finished. Luke chapter 22. And verse 45, and it reads as follows. And when he rose up from prayer and came to his disciples and found them sleeping for sorrow, and he said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. I'll read it again. Verse 45 of Luke 22. King James Version said, and when he rose up from prayer, and he came to his disciples and found them sleeping for sorrow, and he said unto them, why sleep ye? Rise up and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. You got to pray, beloved. You got to pray so you don't fall into sleeping with the enemy. This is what Jesus was telling, why are y'all sleeping? Why are y'all supposed to be praying? Most churches don't even believe in all night prayer. Most churches in all churches today don't believe in having communion. But even though the word of God said that Jesus said to do that in remembrance and the offer to eat and drink, do this in remembrance of me, they don't even do that. They're too important for prayer meeting. They don't have prayer meeting in their churches no more. That's a rare thing. You get a couple of people that'll come. Church may have a thousand people, maybe two or three people come. But they'll come, you'll say it's gonna be a concert. 
They come running, yeah. Are you having a banquet? Yeah, I'm coming. Praise the Lord. Or oh, we have prayer on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. I can't make it. Oh, well, why don't you come next week? Oh, I don't think I'll be able to make it. When you sleep with the enemy, you do stuff like that. You hear me? When you sleep with the enemy, you find excuses not to make Bible study. You find excuses not to make prayer. You only want to come when everybody's being seen. Jesus said in this verse, why are you sleeping? Amen. And that that's you sleeping for sorrow. Why are you sleeping, folks? Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Hallelujah. Get up and stop sleeping with the enemy. Jesus said in verse 46. And he said unto them, why sleep ye? Arise and pray. Leave. He entered to temptation. Did you see? I'm going to read it again. Listen to what he said, why he wanted you to pray. Verse 46 said, he said unto them, why sleep ye? Rise up, pray, lest ye enter into temptation. You don't want to sleep with the enemy. You got to pray. You got to let God direct your path. You got to let God open your spiritual eyes and let you see what the people are doing around you. So you don't wind up sleeping with the enemy and getting something that you can't get out of. My message is the message of corny and not popular. I don't have a lot of music in the background. I don't need it. Amen. 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 Time to tell the truth, y'all. It's time to wake up. Stop sleeping with the enemy. Stop sleeping with the enemy. I'll say it again. Stop sleeping with the enemy. Know your enemy. Amen. Hello? Know your enemy. Wake up and know your enemy. Wake up and know your enemy. Not a popular message. Wake up, beloved, and stop sleeping with the enemy. If did anybody listen to this message today that don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, let us pray right now and give your life to the Lord a simple prayer. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's not no thought, think, or nothing. It's going to take place. So let's pray. Repeat after me. It's a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. Save me right now. Wash me in your precious blood. Help me to wake up and not sleep with the enemy anymore. I give my life to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, beloved, listen. You believe that prayer of Christ to come into your life. There's no special thing. The Bible says, whosoever to call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved. But I want you to know you can visit our website, the Tabernacle Deliverance, inc.org. We also have Bible study on Wednesday night. Uh, this week, I think I'll be doing Bible study on Tuesday night. Tuesday night this week, not Wednesday. Tuesday night, I'll be doing Bible study um, because I'll be out of town. But uh, on Tuesday night, I'll be doing Bible study. So that's going to be at 8, 8, 8, 15 on Tuesday night. We'll be doing Bible study. But listen, 
you can visit the website, the Tabernacle Deliverance, INC.org, on, on Monday night, tomorrow night, and you can pull down tomorrow or Tuesday, you'll be able to pull down a lesson sheet for Tuesday night Bible study, and you can come and enjoy the Lord with us as we do Bible study. You can visit the website and leave a testimony. Uh, 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 you could uh, leave a prayer request. You also become a partner. Visit our partner page and see the different things that we're going on. How you could be a blessing. You could also leave a love offering at Pastor B L Wells at the Cash App. That's Pastor B L Wells at the Cash App. Until tomorrow on Tuesday night. God bless you. Wake up and stop sleeping with the enemy. Amen.